All right. Welcome, everybody, back. It's been a while, but we've got some things that need to be addressed. Um, basically, my the current situation with the show and for the immediate future of the show is my work schedule is crazy, and I am living the life of, of a night stalker these days. Um, so if I have trouble lining up guests or getting things set up, like I kind of do sometimes when I'm on this kind of schedule, I'm just going to start recording solo episodes so that we don't have such a break in service. So, coming up soon, I'll be doing some solo episodes, I'm sure. It's just me shooting the shit about what I think about what's going on in wrestling. They'll probably be a little bit shorter, so in that in that way, that'll be cool. You guys be easily digestible. Just another uh, podcast for you to check out, a short one. Uh, whenever you're, Whatever you're doing, driving to and from work, hanging out at work, gym, wherever the hell you listen to us. Right now, we've got our main man, KB. KB Reviews. We are the day after the draft. How are things going, KB? Oh, uh, they're going bad. It's, uh, it's not bad here. It's a little drafty. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that was That, was, that was like the main reason you brought me up, brought this up. You're like, hey. Yeah. I, I, got... you, I, I really need to use this pun really bad. <laughs> well, the, the worst part is that was off the cuff. You, you get a little improv out of me now. Um, so... so I guess what we can start off with is, well, no, not that's this isn't the thing I was record, I was referring to in the pre-tape. Hold on, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Um, I heard of this thing that happened while we were not doing the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fairly noteworthy. Okay, I understand. Uh oh, please tell me this isn't where we're, where I think we're going. It involved two brothers. Yeah, that's where I thought we were going. <laughs> I've heard. Heard so much, please from the top, KB from the top. <laughs> Can we? Pl- do we have to do this, please? I'm Tell so going through therapy over this no, one because I've heard so many things from here to the right to the left, but I have no fucking idea. Like I, I, I promise, at some point. In fact, I might even pull up the browser right now in the background of this recording. No, please start, don't, man. I can't handle it again. Downloading it. Um. Tell me. Or wait, can I find it on YouTube? Yeah, it's um. Look up. Look up final deletion director's cut. That's well, all the that's I, all the What about the promo that happened before it that I heard so that, much about? The the the, the, the director's cut includes it. Oh it has <laughs> that's there, there was that's a bunch why it's of, the director's cut. Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff earlier in the night. The director's cut is everything mashed together from that one show. Well, I thought it was like a couple weeks before that. There was some uh, other Oh man, it, it's been going on for weeks now. The fucking the drones and the fire and the the, the drones and fire are all on the same night. That's final. That's final deletion director's cut. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that's anything. I think it's. I don't think it's an official channel or anything. But uh, it's so, just. So tell me about this. Oh man. Okay. The yarn. What 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 happened here? Um, no one can tell the Hardy Boys no. Uh, Dixie Carter is incompetent. No, 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 no. I, I get what you mean. The I get what you mean. Line, in the storyline way. Okay, okay. So, basically, a couple of weeks back, or months back, it was a match you said you had seen. Um, Matt and Jeff had a last man standing match. Yeah, okay. See, this is good, because that's where I left off. Yeah, with all okay. So, they had the last man standing match, and uh, Matt, uh, Jeff did a big dive off the set, because he's Jeff Hardy, and he dives off stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um... It, the match ended in a no contest because that's how I quit. Or it was, I think it was an I quit match. That's how I, because I quit matches end in no contest. No, I thought it was a, a last man standing. Uh, it, it was one of those. I'm pretty sure it was I quit. Um, okay. it, it really doesn't matter either way for the for the point of this. Um, but they does, uh, does anything matter? <laughs> well, okay. The the final deletion itself had nothing to do with wrestling. Please, so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, Matt was then broken. And turned into a Shakespearean, into basically a homeless love child of William Shakespeare and the demon barber of Fleet Street. Yeah, I heard. I seen his hair. He looked yeah, like- yeah. Um, and he uh, he started talking about. This is one of those things where words do not do it justice, and you kind of just have to see it to believe it. Uh, he started talking about how like he wanted to. He called. He kept calling his brother brother Nero. Yeah, I saw that. That's, that's yeah, which, solid. Yeah. Um, and he started speaking in a weird Shakespearean English accent. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. Oh, he talks like this about Brother Nero. But it's like he doesn't know how to do the accent. So it's like a bad high school play. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife is in tears just hearing about this. She watched it as it aired, and she's just in tears seeing this. But, um, and then, uh, 
um, they had a match at Bound for or at a Slammiversary where Jeff won a uh, Full Metal Mayhem match TLC. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, they had a cage match because the idea of waiting and building to a big match is stupid. Uh, and Jeff won that. So then Matt wanted one more match at their home, the Hardy Compound, because everything's a compound anymore, uh, in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently they live like right across the street from each other because Matt, um, Matt sent a drone over to Jeff's house, which he fought off, which apparently shot out little mini drones at him, which Jeff fought off using a guitar. Uh, and then, um, Matt, uh, Jeff had apparently used, um, he had apparently taken his riding mower and drawn shapes and figures into his, um, into his, uh, his front yard. And then Matt's evil gardener, who we'll come back to, uh, destroyed it. And Matt laughed maniacally in the form of his hologram that came out of his drone. Um, stop me when this gets weird. Uh, then they had the fight, which took place at night. Um, there was no commentary. There was music playing over the match. Jeff jumped out of a tree onto a ladder. Um, then Matt ran away and tried to hide behind a boat after they both shot fireworks at each other. Um, Matt screamed that it was a dilapidated boat, which became a thing. Yeah, it became a thing. I've seen that. Yeah. Did, didn't uh, I hear that, like, this... Doesn't Jeff, like, transform into Willow? Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, Jeff, Jeff goes into, is thrown into a pond mm-hmm. and comes back out as Nero in full gear. And then uh, the evil gardener uh, tases Jeff, um, or Nero, and then uh, Matt. Oh, yeah, Willow, sorry, because there's so much difference. Uh, and, then, and then Matt pulls the, the Willow mask off and sees the evil gardener. And then Jeff pops up in Jeff Hardy gear. Because reasons. Um, and then uh, they go over to a pit where there is a massive Jeff Hardy logo. Uh, Jeff climbs on top of it because Jeff climbs on things and goes to dive off of it. But um, Matt uh, lights it on fire and knocks Jeff off to pin him. Then the next week, there was a massive dinner at Matt's house where um, Rebby, Matt's wife, mm-hmm. uh, went into pulled a book off of a shelf to open up a hidden door into Matt's <laughs> into Matt's kid's room. She th- uh, there was a viewing party going on downstairs. Uh, she then slid down a fire pole from one floor to the next with the baby on her back. Uh, and then Matt promised more this coming week. You know what this is? <laughs> Please tell me because I've been trying to figure out for weeks. This is the negative effect of Lucha Underground. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this is. Yeah. Because they can do it well with actual people who film TV yeah. and who are in TV, and then people like fucking TNA are like, "Well, we can do, we can do this too." There's no rules. There's no limits. Now, I, I would like to emphasize: Matt is hitting this character so far out of the park. It's some of the best performance I've seen in years. The problem is, it has absolutely nothing to do with wrestling, and I don't know where we fell off that cliff. You know what would be great? What we should do? If I, if I need to figure out a way to do it. But I know you can video record what's going through your webcam and put it on YouTube. We ought to do a special edition Uh-oh. where me and you, and maybe we'll get Shocky, we'll get a three-way going. We'll, we'll, we'll all be on webcam, and we'll, we'll put on Final Deletion to the director's cut. <laughs> and we could all watch it at the same time. Oh, and then you, we could live record mine and Shocky's reactions to the thing what is, we're seeing. The thing is... Uh, to hype it up, TNA released videos of their roster watching the ma- doing reaction videos before it aired. Yeah. So, so that's, that, there you go. It's obviously a good idea. Yeah. Now, see, the problem with this is TNA was raving about how amazing it was. It drew 400,000 people for their highest audience since they moved to pop TV, barely edging out that night of commercials they aired a couple of weeks ago. Well, it's still their highest. Yeah, though the and problem is... Let me tell you something right now. Amazing... The word amazing doesn't necessarily necessitate something positive. Right. It was amazing. I will give it I, – I, I could not stop watching it. Now, that's not necessarily a good thing, but I could not stop watching it when it was airing. It was it, – you will be glued to it just to see how crazy this gets. Now, again, like you said, it Based really does – death, yeah. It, it really does feel like Lucha Underground, but the problem is Lucha Underground has created a world where that is normal. Where this shit's okay. <laughs> yeah, where saying. people ha- – where there's time traveling and 400-year-old witches who look like uh, Katrina and 
people dying on regular occasions. This is normal for them. In TNA, you go from that to people having athletic wrestling matches for the world title. Mm. And Moose debuting. And it's... If I've got to suffer, so do you. But um, just... It, it's so jarringly different, and that's where it fails for me. It's this isn't the TNA hasn't established a world where this is normal. Like in Lucha Underground, this would be perfectly normal. Another day at the office, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's it was entertaining. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing. In this case, I don't know if that necessarily is a good thing, but um, yeah, it got people talking for people sure. We're talking. Now, the problem is a lot of that audience left the next week. Um, it, they dropped down like 60,000 viewers or something the next week. Hey, man, I told you. Yeah. They, get, they fire the entire fucking structure, the upper-level upper, upper level structure. Yeah. And I'm in. I don't hate the roster. I don't And either. I've heard the show's really not that bad. It's the not. Six, now, the six ring fucking. I, I like Jade. I like fucking. Um, them people with the paint on, they look interesting. I don't know nothing okay. about them. Uh, I like Bobby Lashley. I like, obviously, Moose. Yeah. Um, Ethan which, Carter. by the way, which, by the way, which, by the way, I don't know. Did we report this on the show when this was when this when this was going down, or did I just post about it on the forum? I think you just posted about it. Uh, he was supposed to be in the yeah. fall class of NXT. Yep, that was not incorrect. What yep. happened was was during the process. WWE became aware of a domestic violence charge in Moose's past back when he played in the NFL. And then they decided that they didn't want to have anything to do with him. Right. <sighs> I get why they wouldn't want that associated. Yeah, I know. I do, too. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not disappointing. It's nothing that I could. Yeah, it's nothing that I could um, argue against because, right. OK, yeah, he's a great prospect, but. You can't there's, do that. There's a fucking thousand great prospects out there. You yeah, know what I'm saying? There are, there are other people with clean would records who can that? do the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So but, uh, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I would recommend uh, I'd recommend being alone because it'll make you question ever associating with humans again. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of things that make me question it, uh, uh, moving on to something that was only barely more coherent. So are we going to just right off the bat, just move on. Just move past the fact. I wish I had live feedback from the listeners right now. Would you all out there like us to try to make actual sense of what the fuck just happened last night? Or should we just take it for what it is? Well, see, here's the thing. Because I, I didn't mind it. There's no... No, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about oh. from, from, a, from a logical... Oh, From yeah. a basic human logic standpoint... Yeah. There is literally no reason that you would pick people um which no offense, I, I love her I love her as a character, but like Carmella. Yeah. Uh and not Bailey. Well, okay who, now who is going to be the female John Thank you. Well, okay, huh? the thing the thing is with that though, I think with that they're this isn't exactly insightful, but I'm pretty sure they're just saving her for the mystery opponent, the mystery partner on Sunday. Yeah, no, that's exactly what they're doing. But yeah. what I'm talking about is, is they, they positioned this, they acted as if they, they, they propped this up mm-hmm. as if it were like, like a shoot. Like this they was did. a big fucking deal. Like this was a real sports, you know, the same way that other sports try to do their drafts. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you saw it last night, but it was they were live covering it on ESPN.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were treating it like a real deal. Because I was texting Shockey. He wasn't yeah. at his house watching it, but he was able to follow the timeline. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm coming at this from. Yeah. If you're looking at it from a shoot thing and the fact that they positioned it like it's a real draft, mm. how do you justify not drafting Samoa Joe? Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, See, that that's where a simple note would make sense. Like, I don't see why they couldn't just say NXT general manager William Regal has requested has been allowed to hold yeah, X, like X amount of wrestling draft in the NFL. You're allowed to yeah. fucking take some people and and put a hold on. Or yeah. it's not a hold. I can't remember the term right off the top of my head. But you can exempt protect, you, you can exempt them. people yeah from the draft pool yeah. And that's another the, the bigger point that I, w- I was thinking of this earlier today. 
the bigger point that I want to get to, doesn't it feel like a lot of times that, like, since there's so many fucking people under the WWE creative umbrella, mm-hmm. that there's, like, it's so many, it's it's paralysis by analysis. Like, yeah. have people, if you make 10 people work 12 hours a day for six days straight, they're going to get the same amount of quality of work done of four people working for seven hours a day. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. it's... They have so many people and so many moving parts that just really, really seemingly simple details just get missed. Like what we're talking about. Like, okay, if you're going to position this as a shoot, it's not – it doesn't take a a genius level intellect to to come up with like, hey, um, you know, we should do an NXT exemption where only these many people are allowed to be – you could have had – uh, matches for it, like you know, right. winner is gets to be in the draft pool, type of thing. You know what that's I'm saying? Fine. That's fine. You, you could have done that. Um, yeah, done main event exemption. Like William Regal says, okay, cool, you can draft any of my guys, but this is my main event for my next show, so you have to exempt Shinsuke and and Samoa. You could have done a yeah. title match exemption. That's what it could have been. Yeah, or okay, just so say, or, Bailey or, and Oscar are going to wrestle. Okay, so Bailey and Oscar are exempt. Um, yeah. Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura are exempt. You could have done it like that, and right. it wouldn't have been fucking stupid but right. they didn't they just they had so many you're right they had so many moving parts last night and they had to just rapid fire the picks back and forth which i did like that uh like it better they had like a round system where it was just like you guys do three then you do two it, it yeah. made it it made it flow so much easier yeah. also i also like the fact that they pretty much aside from the main event none of the matches meant anything last night not a goddamn I think, thing <laughs> i think now see the better part the thing that's better though uh, two days ago, I watched the original draft from 2002. Yeah. If you thought this was a mess last night, oh my goodness. Last night was WrestleMania X7 compared to the, 22, the 2002 one. Well, like, here's another thing. The titles. Yeah. Like, nothing... Nothing was explained about how the titles were going to work. No. Or, it was just there and nothing was ever explained like i don't i think part of that's because i don't think they know yet well which is another thing and and like this okay this why wouldn't you make the women exclusive to raw yeah and the cruisers exclusive to smackdown smackdown's whole positioning is you know smaller guys cutting edge Fan service. We're here for the yeah. fans. We're here to give underdogs and people with heart a chance. Uh, yeah. Da, 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 da. So put the cruiserweights on that on that one. Not to mention the GM of SmackDown is the color commentator for the cruiserweight classic. And well, both guys involved with the cruiserweight classic. Yeah. Fucking yeah. on SmackDown. Yeah. And put the women because that's your flagship that's your new division that you want to push and really put out there is like look at the centerpiece look what we yeah. do with our women athletes you yeah. put that on raw that's easily explainable instead i guess we're just left to assume that because that's the thing okay like i get it like if you want to have the women's champion go between both shows like that's yeah. that's fine but say that yeah it's like, also not said that was just right. like I also really hope they don't do another another title because can you imagine the SmackDown no, women right there's now? There's no way. That they there's like I mean, okay, let's see here real quick. Um, women on SmackDown: Maurice, who isn't a wrestler mm-hmm. as far as I know anymore; Becky Lynch, uh, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Eva Marie, and Carmella. That's six if you count Maurice and Natty. Oh yeah, Natalia. I forgot about her. Natty Ice. Yeah. Um... Yeah. That's not a division. Well, it's a division, but it's not worth watching. I already brought this up. I think it was. I don't think you were on. I think it was me and Chucky. I already brought up. They don't. There's hardly enough as a division with all of them together. Right. So obviously, right. there's not enough for two. But and and I don't think that's what they're doing. I think they're supposed. To, the women's champ is supposed to go back and forth. Yeah, which would make sense. Which would be fine, but yeah. fucking say that. Yeah. But, like, she's allowed to go back and forth, but then the Intercontinental and the U.S. are on one show. Yeah. Shows and they're brand exclusive, I guess. But once again, this was never actually explained to anybody. You see what I'm saying? Like, the the women's championship and the world championship, apparently, from the way that they were saying things, 
were okay, are okay to go to either brand. Yeah. But then, in reference to the U.S. championship, Shane and Daniel Bryan said, well, since you guys got the U.S. champion, we have to take the Intercontinental champion. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, fucking, which is it? <laughs> I've lost track at some point. Um, I mean... Okay, you have to figure they're going to make another world title because they love that stuff. Well, do you? They didn't. That, that wasn't said either. And then Dean Ambrose won clean last night. So, well, I mean, it, the problem is, I, I think that I take that to mean that Rollins is going to win the title on Sunday. Um, because if one guy wins on one show, he's probably going to lose on the next one. Yeah. Uh, just though. On a quick side note, if they actually put the title back on Reigns. God, that's fucking glorious. I got a a sinking feeling about that situation that maybe... uh, I don't know. Just Maybe it's just my heart talking, what I hope happens. But the way that Stefan, like, Mick Foley was kind of like, oh, I know you guys, you and this guy don't really get along, but I think we should still take him and da-da-da. Maybe Roman Reigns shows back up and he's not quite the same person. He He really can't be. Well, from the fucking storyline that I've been hearing about. Uh, If they do that, it will go down as one of the biggest middle fingers to the fans that has ever existed. If they actually do that. Because I haven't really been able to watch that much Raw. Yeah. Is that, I guess, am I hearing this properly? That, that, um... Like, they're, like, talking shit about him? Like, like they expect to feel bad? Like, they expect people to... Like they're trying uh, to drum up sympathy for this guy? With a... Not people not seen him already, and then <laughs> not really. Uh, Rollins has been talking exactly as you would expect Seth Rollins to talk about Roman Reigns in this situation. Yeah, um, but other than that, it's they they've kind of played it off like yeah, he made a mistake. They haven't been going full bore with the sympathy stuff. Um, but uh, it's it's there. I don't think. I really don't think they're going to go full on with the road to redemption story, though. I mean, if only. Uh, I just oh, we would have material for years <laughs> if they did that. Well, I'm, you know, we said it before and it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Despite all fucking logic, uh, the storyline is there and it's perfect for Reigns to come back and then get coddled and then. Slowly, you do the double turn where Rollins decides he's had enough. And you can have a perfectly well set up Rollins versus Reigns WrestleMania main event with yeah. Reigns as the monster heel and Rollins as the babyface. Yeah. But the, the best chance, actually, I think for them, because even if Rollins does not win on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, they can just do the same thing they did in, uh, what year was that? 04? What are you talking they about? say, well, you, you know, Rollins didn't lose fairly, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. We're going to make up our own belt. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, well, the, the, are you talking about when they made the the World Heavyweight Championship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, 2002. Okay, um, yeah. I could, see, I could really see that happening. I could see it going that way. Yeah, um, they could. Uh, though I, I have a problem believing that AJ and Cena won't be near the world title scene. Also, and like, in, like as in, here's Very the rematch. Soon. Let's make it for the title. You could really easily argue that. Um, I'm hoping that's what they go with because I really don't need two Shield guys running around with the belt, with belts. Um, especially given the fact that they're all three have kind of tanked the ratings, which. I don't blame any of them for it, given their circumstances. Yeah. I mean, you have Roll- Ambrose two months ago was fighting over a potted plant. Rollins has been the authority's lapdog. And did I do good, Papa Triple H? Did I? Did I? Did I? And uh, Roman Reigns sucks. So is, is the guy. Well, he sucks as a face. Yeah. Um, he again, once the bell rings, he's great. It's everything else. Once again, not really. Fe- I mean, we've 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 covered that to death. Th- I'm pretty sure anybody listening to this is, is clear my my feelings about Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um. And he, there he goes, proving me right. How fucking good was that damn Money in the Bank match? Where yeah, that was great. He was quite clearly playing a heel character. It was fucking f- fantastic. Yep. So, uh, the other th- the uh, on a related note, um, 
given the fact that they're openly punishing Reigns, that pretty much has to mean that Lesnar takes a hit as well, right? I mean, everything's equal in WWE. Uh, no. I'm not sure if you're trying to be sarcastic. I'm, I'm being very yeah. sarcastic. Um, yeah, no. They're, they're, they're gonna, Lesnar is going to come back and just maul Orton. Which, uh, I, by the way, I was... It looks like they ended up... They ended up uh, I ended up being wrong in the WWE ended up being right, but not because of anything that they did. Mm-hmm. My input on that situation is I have been screaming to all the high heavens that this was the biggest wasted opportunity. Like, especially since fucking Reigns handed you the belt back anyways. And it, it, it yeah. Oh my God. They should have put that belt on Lesnar and then he could have worn the WWE fucking championship belt to the octagon to win a real fight in the ufc well there was a wwe champion i don't know how i don't follow mma that much there was a rumor that when they go to msg this year that it was going to be lesnar fighting for the ufc title and can you imagine wwe champion against ufc champion yep and he's a in madison square garden yeah for the just oh that's that writes itself um, but yeah, if you can, ima- you can imagine just him coming out with the, t- but now if we see, Le- if we, I doubt we'll ever see Lesnar in the octagon again, uh, with how bad this really looks for him. Eh, they got, they made a lot of fucking money from that. So, oh, they did. But I that's mean, what, that's what matters in the end. Um, uh, so I've been hearing some people say, it's funny. Cause like I, I hear, I, I've been seeing both sides of it. And so I don't really, I think both are kind of wrong actually. Mm hmm. I've seen a lot of people say, well, it's pretty clear that SmackDown still not being made a priority. And then I've heard other people say, oh, well, we're going to miss the days when Raw was in sold out arenas. I don't think I necessarily agree with either one of those. I think uh, all things, both rosters are fine. I, I, don't... Uh, I think they're fine. I think Raw uh, top to bottom is better. Um, SmackDown is better on the top. Way uh, better. I don't see how you could say that it's not being made a priority when they have... You, you don't put I mean, John Cena, Randy Orton, Dean Ambrose... And AJ and, Styles, yeah. Yeah, on one... They've the, SmackDown, It's this is nothing compared to the 2002 draft where it was pretty much Austin and then everybody else yeah. on Raw. And SmackDown has just top name after top name after top name. It's not that bad by any stretch. Um, but uh, I do think Raw looks better overall. Uh, you'll have the cruiserweights coming in. Uh, the women's division will be there. Uh, presumably, Bailey will be there starting Sunday. Well, I mean, you name a hot act that's actually over in the WWE right now. Yeah. New Day, Enzo and Cass, Rollins, yeah. uh, you know. Owens. Owens, Finn Balor. Yeah. All Raw, all Raw. Yeah. Really, the only big thing, the only hot thing that SmackDown has is uh, Ambrose and Styles, and Ambrose is a stretch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Wyatt, who it will seemingly be more on his own, but uh, I don't know. I don't trust <laughs> WWE to do anything right Hold with on. him. I'm glad you mentioned this, because this is something I really wanted to bring up. Now, I'm not just going to... I'm not going to come out and say it, because I don't want to, like, you know, hurt anybody's hopes and dreams here. But all I'm going to say is the cruiserweight division just so happens to be on the same brand that Braun Strowman got drafted to. Oh, no. Just, just everybody just remember that I mentioned it. I'll just say it. I'll just say that. Just everybody remember that I mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as someone who has been watching uh, the Nitro, the last Nitros where Scott Steiner and Animal used cruiserweights as toothpicks, um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. We'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with that depressed. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that the Wyatt thing's going to be big because they drafted Eric Rowan over there. And then when Luke Harper yeah. comes back, he'll probably yeah. be. Well, I, I'm just upset that they basically just canceled that face run, which it looked like he was going to be an amazing face. Yeah, that's true. They did, didn't they? It just, it just disappeared. And now... They're going after New Day. They apparently won't be getting a title match because New Day is going to be on Raw. Uh, they'll get a, a meaningless six-man. Well, no, I think the tag... I think we're meant to know that the tag titles also are going to be on both brands. That'd be good. 
because they they drafted plenty of straight up tag teams to yeah. And with Raleigh coming back, you have the hype bros if necessary. Yeah, well, that was one of the things I was going to name: yeah, is hype yeah. bros, uh, Usos, yeah. Dudleys, and then fucking, fucking right, American Alpha. Yeah, yeah. The only the only team that got split was what the Dragons, and people have been calling for that for months now. Well, and the club. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but uh, the tag team's still together. Yeah. Yeah, and so and they they were AJ doesn't need them. AJ. Yeah, but I feel like that group was just beginning to click the last I, couple I, of weeks. I was, like, I was, I was digging the, the beat up John Cena stuff. They were, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, that was that, good that was times. Funny line. Um, yeah. Good times for the two weeks that it existed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you feel? Uh, yeah, I feel like the the both rosters are, are pretty. Uh, they're certainly not bad, especially when um if if as we assume, uh well I guess then she would be on Raw, wouldn't she? If Bailey came to be yeah. sausage. Uh, Sasha's uh, tag team partner on Sunday. Yeah, well, the other three in the match are all on Raw, so it would only make sense. Yeah, that she would be on. Never mind. Because yeah. I was expecting Bailey to get drafted by SmackDown, and then the, so it would kind of be like uh, Raw's Charlotte show and SmackDown is Bailey's show. You know what I mean? And then, uh, of course, this is assuming that WWE doesn't butcher Bailey as soon as she shows up. It's true. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, there's a Gangs of New York reference in there somewhere, and, and if you've never seen that movie, that made no sense. But um. Yeah, just they'll. Uh, I think Bailey'll be fine. For one thing, JBL is off Raw commentary now. So yeah, let's go it. over that. Like, yeah, uh, Graves, my man. I'm happy, and the good thing is Graves. Graves knows NXT and will treat them with respect. Well, um, I'm happy about it, but I'm also a little bit sad because we know what happens to people when they go to Raw commentary. Yeah. Ooh, now. Uh, this right here is is a little breaking news for you. Uh, SmackDown beat Raw in the ratings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's a because it was like a really special one. It night. was. Now I don't believe for a second that that lasts. But um, yeah, last night was the if they didn't beat Raw, they're never going to ever. No. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> I'm glad to see you see you're medically okay after. Uh, Kane totally needlessly chokeslammed two of the hottest young superstars. That uh, I, I, I've mellowed on Kane a little bit. I was wondering what you were referencing when you said that because I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't catch it until I know, I think, well, You haven't been a, a real big – you haven't been the president of the Kane fan club for a while. And then no. not only is he on the show, but he fucking chokeslams like <laughs> the two best guys they have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with Kane in the mid card. Uh, I don't want him to be getting main event title shots. Yeah. I'm fine with it. If he's thrown into, like, the Intercontinental hunt, that's fine. Kane's, if only Tommy Dreamer could have beat up one of them. <laughs> oh, didn't you see he was on uh, WrestleZone Radio today? Oh. My fa- my favorite people in the world talking to Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> your favorite people in the world talking to your favorite wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, again, the worst part, I look a little bit like Tommy Dreamer to make it even worse. True. Um, yeah. So, you and Shockey, yes. our other co-host, were asked... Yes. Well, before we go on, do you have any other thoughts on the draft and the show? Uh, overall, no, um, I was really glad that they just sent Balor out there, like third or fourth overall. That is like, look, everybody knows Balor is going to the main roster. Let's not tease them and pretend that he's not. Get him out of the way. Let the fans have their big pop for it, and then just go. Well, I feel like that could have been like a could have done that better. I would have liked. Okay, Raw, you get three. SmackDown, you get three. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was like a, it was like a kind of like a separate part of the draft. I don't like. Yeah, I would have liked it better if it had gone instead of Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, Raw. If they had just alternated back and forth. Well, I'm just talking about the NXT call-ups. In oh yeah, okay. By themselves, I would have liked to have been like, hey, you have you get three, and then you get three, and then they could have traded. Oh, know, I see what you're saying. For more saying. prospects later on, yeah. like um, you know, and it would have been like a kind of a separate thing instead yeah. of because it's weird to have them draft. Because like, the pro- I do have I mean? a pro- I do have a problem with Finn Balor, who has not yet been on the main roster, being drafted ahead of some of the names he was drafted ahead of. Exactly, that's what, that's what I'm getting at. If okay. they would have had like a separate NXT, okay, that makes sense. Of picks, yeah. and that would have made yeah a uh, lot all, of fucking also, sense. But the, like I said on the site. Like I say here, pretty much everything in that whole draft was absolute goddamn fucking nonsense. A lot of it did stop making sense after a while. Uh, I'm fine with... Now, the thing is, I gave up any hope that SmackDown was going to be treated as equal or better. 
pretty much the second they announce the draft. Uh, you just kind of, they're never going to treat SmackDown as on equal footing with Raw. It's not a landslide by any means, but Raw is clearly getting more momentum. I'm sure that has nothing to do with it being Stephanie's show. Because um, Stephanie has to get all the cool stuff. Um, oh, she gets to call out people on live TV when they flub their lines, too. That's Oh, yeah, because she's never flubbed lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you and Shocky were at a show. Yes, we were. NXT. Uh, you yeah. Have some, you have some, some yarns that you would like to, to, to spell for us. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, for one thing, um, NXT, uh, all the phases won all night long. So that you never see that happen, but it did happen. Um, no I way. Ho- when I went to same huh? thing happened. I feel like at the one that, that I went to, the same thing yeah. happened. Uh, real quick, uh, I won't go through match by match, obviously, just for the sake of time. Um, no way, Jose is a lot of fun, like a lot of fun. Just there's there's no real way not to have a good time watching him. I know he has next to no future, but he is he is perfect in that open a house show. Get the fans fired up. Have a good time. Um, he's perfect in that role. Uh, Andrade Almas continues to be a major bust so far. Hey, you know what's a great fucking idea? Let's have him in his fucking gay stripper. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, just probably not the most appealing to your usual hardcore wrestling fan crowd. Yeah. Him and his gay stripper gimmick against fucking Bobby Roode. Spoilers everywhere. Oh, um, yeah. against Bobby fucking Rude, which is what the rumored match for NXT Brooklyn in front of a Brooklyn crowd. Oh, yeah. No less. We're going to have Cien Andrade Almas Espinosa Jr., whatever the fuck his fucking six different names are, with his male stripper gimmick and his fedora and his suspenders against motherfucking Bobby Rude in his first big televised match. Yeah. Now, um,. Rude was on this show I was watching, and he did every single thing he could to get fans to boo him. Uh, in something you'll like, he called us all fat, fat and out of shape. Well, that's what, um, yeah, Shocky said he's kind of doing the the real Rude thing. The fucking yeah. Rude. That's not going to help. Like, people are going to dislike him more. <laughs> I know. That's the problem. He could, they would not stop oh, cheering him. I hope he does that so full on. Like, take the old 90s theme song and everything. Like, it'd be so awesome. Oh, dude, you are going to lose your mind when you hear his music. You're nice. way more into that stuff than I am, but I even, like, I thought, like, this is the best theme song they have done in a long time. <laughs> you are going to dig it. I promise you. It's like they won't. What, you know what's crazy? And I, I don't think I know it's Ty that's our more lucha person, but mm. La Sombra was like a huge fucking star in Seattle. Yeah, yeah he was. Like, he was like a really big deal. And he's going to get fucking smoked at NXT Brooklyn. It's going to be yeah. terrible. Well, because the thing is, I mean, okay, you, for one thing, they put him against Angelo Dawkins, who was from Cincinnati. <laughs> It's like they do this shit to him. I don't understand, man. Yeah, uh, in my notes I put, so they're doing the exact same thing they did against Dillinger. It's reaching a point where they, I don't believe that NXT is this dumb. I think they're doing this one on purpose. Putting him against all these people who are that over. Dillinger, who is just insanely popular. You say that, but then they did the Bull Dempsey fat, fat kid gimmick, so. That's true. Um, But, and then Rude, they, they know better than this. (laughs) because <laughs> the thing was they did so, they did something similar with um what's his name cj parker where they're like why are you booing me and then he just turned heel as a result so i don't know if almas can do the same thing but uh he's gonna fucking have to <laughs> yeah oh yeah this this is not working as a face run um yeah uh let's see um bailey got the pop of the night in what? something that shouldn't surprise anyone yeah. uh she uh fought billy k who uh, uh, there was a funny bit where um, Billy has like all these fishnet gear that she wears to the ring, and uh, Bailey stole some and started putting them on. And uh, <laughs> Billy was begging her not to do it, and Bailey said, "Okay." And then she whispered to the crowd, "This is from the person who lost to Dana Brooke." <laughs> yeah, uh, that was your standard Bailey match. The fans just loved Bailey. Like it was, it was the superstar pop that you expect to get. Um, Balor got a, a "See You Tuesday" chant. Nice. Uh, the weird thing was, Balor basically, uh, he it was a, just a step above a squash over Rude. Rude huh. got in very, li- it was like Rude didn't get destroyed or anything, but there was never 
Rude Finn was never in any real trouble. Like, you kind of just expect more from Bobby Rude. Yeah. Um, it was a fine match and everything, but, uh, yeah. Now then, this was where we get to the weird part. Okay. And now, then things got a little bit weird. Okay. Oh, they got a lot weird. Um, so, they go to an intermission where, thankfully, they, like, show, like, matches and stuff on the on the screen now. So, it's not just, like, sitting there bored. Um, they'll show, like, WWE top tens and stuff like that. When they came back... They were going to play a game with a kid called What Happens Next, where they're going to oh. show a clip, and oh yeah, and they're going to give options for what happens next. Now, in this case, because WWE is so limited for options for clips, they aired a clip of Vince McMahon walking down a hallway and the roster around him and no one talking to him. Oh, no. That was everyone in that arena's reaction because everybody knew what that clip was. Well, like not Im- just that clip, but what happened on that same day. Oh, yeah. Uh... Yeah. Now, the thing is, then the options were... Two options that didn't matter, the real answer, or Undertaker takes Vince McMahon to what the hostess described as a dark and scary place, which she had to censor. I'd like to emphasize the kid playing this game was eight years old. So he's not even old enough to fucking remember, to know what's about to happen. I, I had to think that out in my head. Wait, 2007, the girl was not alive when this happened. Yeah. Like, there wasn't, like, a Santino clip they could have put on there or something. Just something goofy. Uh, the best part was, she said her favorite wrestler was Bailey, So, in theory, she should get, like, I don't know, a Bailey shirt. Mm-hmm. They gave her a WWE NXT program, and she looks at it like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> like, she just gave it this w- the weirdest look. WWE, a billion dollar company, can't spring for a fucking t-shirt. Uh- yeah, which they... Cost what two bucks or a snap or a snap thingy or something? Yeah, or like Bailey tassels or something. Well, whatever. Fucking a. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's go, go for it. Um, let's see. Uh, Hideo Itami was back. He is the same Hideo Itami he was before. Um, he fought uh, Blake, who is now beautiful blonde Blake. I've seen some interesting things going on with his. Well, the new, they're news to me because he was the exact same guy. His attire and his physique on the... Yeah. <laughs> he was the same... If you didn't know that he had a new gimmick, because I heard about it in a, on a report from a previous house show, you'd never know the difference. Hmm. Uh, he did have uh, tasseled boots on. Yeah. See, so yeah, draw, I've heard drawing, things, are, yeah. things are getting interesting with that situation. Drawing a Bailey wants her boots back chant. Mm. Um... Now then, in something that'll surprise you a little bit, then we had the second best match of the night. Asuka against Alexa Bliss. Oh, I bet you that match was banging. I'm not surprised It actually was. Uh, uh, Alexa had her hair pulled back, so she looked a little bit different. Um, But yeah, she more than hung with Asuka, um, which was kind of weird. Well, not Uh, really, because that's what she's known for. She's not known for... uh ring awareness or like storytelling but she's fucking stiff as fuck and she doesn't give a shit she's gotten a lot better in recent months she really has uh she's not good enough to go to the main roster yet but that's the draft's decision and we have no say over whatsoever that was coming her and nia Jax. i kind of saw that coming because there's just not that much left for both either one of them to do you know nia i can understand bliss the problem with bliss is i don't see her ever being built up as a real challenger to uh to Asuka, not a realistic one at least. Not without help. Well, how many people can be? That's true. Um, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. So then the, the main event was supposed to be Joe and Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe gave a heck of a promo. Joe's been fucking been on fire money on the mic for yeah. a long time now. Yeah, he, so. he said, because uh, the show was billed, uh, the sh- like the Twitter feed was NXT Cincy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually in Highland Heights, Kentucky. Oh. Um which uh, which is about ten minutes away, so it's for all you can say Cincinnati and be fine with it. Uh, and then he said, "I have to come here and defend my title in Highland Heights, Kentucky, because <laughs> because NXT couldn't draw a crowd out of uh, out of all the stupid fans here, but Cincinnati sucks too, so it doesn't really matter." 
<laughs> yeah. And then uh, he told Nakamura that he didn't deserve a title shot, and then Revival came out and beat him down. Uh, so Nakamura challenged him to a six-man against Samoa Joe and... Uh, uh, who are these guys? What your names? Yeah, he couldn't remember Revival's names and a little bit of a funny bit. Uh, match was on. American Alpha came out for the save. They were as awesome as you would expect them to be with yeah. a big ring clearing spot. Uh, uh, Kinshasa to, I think it was Dash. Does it really matter? Um, for the pin, and then they all did uh, Nakamura's like bend back on the road. Yeah, 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 I've seen some. They, 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 the crowd was growing. Like everybody who was getting drafted, like it ended up yeah. doing it with him later on that yeah. weekend. So yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, not a huge crowd. Um, there were probably it's a basketball arena that holds ten thousand. Uh, mm-hmm. They cut it. They cut it down the middle, so it was only like half the court. Yeah, and uh, even that. Um, on the sides of the the floor seats were full. The back end zone was full. Other than that, Shock, you said it looked like it was about two thousand. I'd say that's probably about fair. Yeah, I'm not very good at judging numbers. Mm-hmm. It was about that. Yeah, uh, I mean we had uh, first level off the floor, and by that I mean we were three feet off the floor, uh, front row there for thirty bucks, thirty three bucks each. So good seats. No, oh, yeah, that's that's yeah. part of what makes NXT awesome, man. Is, yeah, there, is, there was not a bad seat in the house. Yeah, and that th- th- with an arena that size, there was not a bad seat in the house. Good stuff. Uh, you could see everything. Yeah, it was a really fun night. Just it was it was the definition of coming out and having a fun time at a wrestling show. Uh, every time I've fucking been to one, yep. it's been the exact same thing. It's been a yep. blast. Yeah, NXT keeps chugging along. We will see what happens with the new Raw and the new SmackDown and. Uh, KB, we thank you for joining us, sharing your stories with us. Um, we'll be back soon, sooner than later. I don't even know what the release schedule of this thing is going to be. It's probably going to be more often now. This is just going to be me, uh, bullshitting on with myself on half the episodes. So, uh, KB, you got anything to plug since we last spoke? Oh yeah, uh, I actually just put out a new ebook, uh, which is really just a grab bag of one-off WWE shows. Uh, basically, pretty much any show that uh, didn't get more than three years worth, uh, or some big house shows, or stuff like that. Um, it's talking like stuff like Brawl to End It All, War to Settle the Score, uh, some of the European pay per views, uh, the Global Warning show from Australia. Okay. Um, like stuff like Taboo Tuesday and Cyber Sunday, Bad Blood, stuff like that. You know, for people who want to talk about Bad Blood. All right. Yeah. Uh, Good just, stuff. Yeah, it's just at my site, kbwrestlingreviews.com, or on Amazon, just look up KB grab, KBWWE Grab Bag. Fucking A. Money well spent, time well spent, I'm sure. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Be on the lookout on the Twitter feed um, and in your RSS feeds for new ep- episodes. They should be coming out quite a bit more often than before.